everybody. Here we go! Off to Neverland! Welcome to Detour to Neverland! Just a little bit of pixie dust. Where we interview Disneyers to discover unique ways to express your love for Disney. Think of the happiest thing. Now here's your host, Brendan Wright. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. With us today is Jay, who you probably know as a Disney dude on Instagram. If you're not familiar with Jay's page, I can promise you that if you're in the Disney community, you've seen some of his photography, even if it isn't on his profile. So Jay, thank you so much for joining us today. For someone who's not as familiar with you, um, can you just share a little bit about yourself, kind of what your page is all about? Absolutely, man. I appreciate you having me aboard. Uh, yeah, so my Disney account is basically, uh, I'm focused on Disney photography, the portraits, the characters, um, yeah, just developing a more storyline of their background and who they are as individuals, and yeah, that's pretty much what I do on my, my Instagram, and try to promote positivity and inspire others to do the same thing. Perfect. So I know that it's something that is important to so many different photographers, is developing your own style. Um, kind of getting your signature look. And I found myself, you know, I got exposed to your page a while back and then, you know, scrolling through my feed, you see all these different accounts and think, man, that that's a really good photo. It kind of looks like Jay's stuff over at a Disney dude. And then you scroll down and you see that, you know, the little camera icon and that was taken by you. So how did you kind of develop that style? What are the things that you're looking for to be able to to consistently, you know, put out those great portraits of, of the parks or anything else that you're photographing? Well, that's that's a brilliant question, man. Um, and I'm honored that you even asked me that. So I, a lot of people uh, have gotten that question before, and it's really basically built from prayer um, in my faith. So there was a time where I was struggling trying to find my style and uh, I just stopped him and I was like, wait, let me just pray and ask the Lord to give me a style that can't be replicated and that stands out. And so it was, I kid you not, it was a few minutes later, I got on my computer and started uh, just tapping away at the computer and editing my photos and then my style was birthed from there. So to anyone that is, oh yeah, and so to anyone that was looking to develop their own style, um, some helpful tips that helped me develop it even more were to focus on color palettes, um, what you want to focus on in your in your style. Like a lot of people want to focus on clothes, food, um, choose something that you want to be your foundation to stand out and build everything around from there. That's great. And so I know on your page, a lot of times, you know, in your stories that you'll interact with the people that follow you quite often to say, you know, give some tips or give some, you know, behind the scenes of how you're taking your photos. And something that I think is also so unique and so inspiring about your page is that you do intertwine your faith um, into it. And you kind of use this Disney inspiration and your faith inspiration to kind of mesh it in and really create this positive environment and sharing the love of Disney and then sharing also your faith. So kind of how did you reach that that point where, you know, Instagram was the correct outlet to be able to put all those things out there? 
Well, for me, uh, I knew that one, my love for Disney started from when I was like a little boy. And that's always been something, you know, attached to me. But also my faith started um, for me as a little boy. And so just taking those two things and then making, you know, seeing that Instagram is such a worldwide network and a social gathering pretty much. And uh, I started doing my research and seeing that Disney actually had a presence on there. But not only Disney, but faith-wise too. And, and then the more I did research in the community and learned that there are other believers and uh, people of faith backgrounds within the community, it just seemed so natural. And I felt at home just to use Instagram as that um, platform for me. Yeah, that's great. So taking us back to whenever you first started your a Disney Dude account, and I know that you have your personal account at Javante Kip. And then your website at JavanteKip.com or JavanteKip.co. What was it that sparked, um, you know, creating the Disney page? You know, what was it that pushed you over the edge that you just decided to jump into the Disney community? So that is a story within itself. Um, so a lot of people don't know, but I started my Instagram account last year, February. Um, that's when I began to dive into the whole Disney photography. But prior to that, um, I'm, a, I'm a portrait photographer. And so um, I never really grasped the idea to take pictures into the park, like take pictures in the park. until one day I went there a few years back after a long, long time. I went there and then I started scrolling on Instagram and seeing that people actually could take pictures there. And they were... Um, using their creative outlets and their creative minds to make art inside the park. And so from there, uh, I was like, you know, let me just give it a, give it a shot. And then my friend, uh, Sean Spencil, Spencil photo on Instagram, um, I, he really like took me under his wing and really helped me out with getting that whole process started. But as far as like the getting to Disney, the Instagram and my photography, my photography, sorry, bridged together. It really was just more of just going to the parks and discovering that that was actually something that someone could do. And it wasn't like tourist photos, you know. Everyone takes this type of photos, and it's easy to capture, but to um, convey a story, a storyline, and bring art from the parks, you know. It was something that I never really understood that was real until last year, February, when I decided to jump on board. It's interesting that you mentioned that because I think when I look at your feed and see the pictures that you're posting, that the word that you've said a couple of times and what stands out to me is story. Um, and so a lot of times I know you um, capture a lot of pictures from the Festival of Fantasy Parade and then also the character meet and greets as well. So can you talk a little bit about that of what are you looking for whenever you're seeing these characters, seeing you know the all of the hard work and preparation and the, and the story that they're trying to convey and trying to capture that in a photograph. So my number one thing, um, my number one tip is interaction. I always look for emotions and movement. I, I look at the character and I try to capture them in their emotion and their interaction. If it's Anna and Elsa, I want to see a hug or I want to see just a smile or if it's on the castle stage during Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair, how Anna looks at Elsa while she's 
doing her big number, you know, it's just the interaction between those two characters or just the characters themselves and try to understand their story from their perspective. And as a photographer, that's what we should aim for anything. I mean, if it's done Disney portraiture, if you're a portrait photographer, you know, you're looking to um, tell the story of that individual for who they are, how they are. You're not trying to reinvent their story to make it your own, you know. So that's that's pretty much how I go into each um, meet and greet. You know, I have tips on my page about what I do in the meet and greets, which um, one of them is I don't hold on to my camera. I normally put it to the side of me. That way I can focus on the character and really interact with them without being worried about trying to get a picture from them. And a lot of times when you do that, all the times for me, um, they're like more open to give you the best portrait that they can possibly give you because of that interaction. So I would say to focus on the interaction parts. Um, don't shoot the whole parade. Please do not shoot the whole parade because you're going to miss a lot of stuff. You're going to end up getting a lot of throwaways, which you're not going to use. It's going to jump up your hard drive and take up extra memory space. So really focus on the interaction. Look for those moments where um, there's special interaction between those characters or between the characters, just one character themselves. So that's that's how I shoot my portraits. Um, and I share a lot more tips on my, my Instagram account, but that, that's pretty much what I look for, number one, is the interaction. That's great. I think that is wonderful advice. So I want to turn it back a little bit, and it's something that you mentioned a little bit at the beginning of our conversation about your love for Disney, and it started when you were a young boy. Can you talk a little bit about that? Kind of what has Disney meant to you? Um, how has your love for it evolved over time? So Disney, uh, with it started with Woody because I'm I'm a country boy by, um, you know, just my 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 roots go back into that phase of, but so naturally I gravitated to Woody, and so Woody, you know, I loved how loyal he was and dependable he he is and just his whole character about him and it really matches up to who I am and that's a lot. Um, what I get from Disney is that they push you to be whoever you are and to believe in yourself, to believe in the ability that you can curate better and new things. And so that's that's how, that's like one of my true values in life is to believe that you can do all things. And so from there, you know, my love for Disney just began to grow even the more, the more I got into it and realized that their message is really a vast message and everyone gravitates to that and that's something that I love to support seeing as they, they push for um, positive messages, they push for belief systems, they believe they, they push for all the right things in life. So as a little boy I gravitated to that because that was something that I kinda of struggled with when I was little, you know, trying to find my place in the world, trying to um find out who I am and what I'm supposed to do. Uh, and so Disney kind of helped me with that, seeing as that, you know, regardless of where you're going in life, you still can do the impossible. You know, even though you're trying to figure out who you are, you can still believe that you're capable of doing many things. And so from there, that just helped me through my teen years up into my adult years. And, you know, over time, Disney just became to you know, began to manifest even that much more in me, you know. 
Yeah, I think that's a great segue because the next thing that I wanted to talk about was that even though Instagram is a photo platform, I think that through stories um, and different ways that you communicate with the the rest of the community, um, you've done such a wonderful job of sharing kind of your values. Um, and the big thing, and actually you posted about it this morning I saw on your story, was being authentic and, and kind of that whole theme around that and marrying that with Disney, marrying that with your faith. So I think, you know, it's been, uh, you're really a, a great model for how Instagram can be a platform to not only share your photography, but share inspiration, share, share your personality, share your life experiences. Um, kind of, did you ever expect that Instagram would serve as that platform for you? Oh, absolutely not. And I, it means a lot for you to say that, man, honestly. Um, when I got onto Instagram, and even still now, I don't look to receive any type of glory or accolades at all. It's more just, you know, in my mind, if there's a platform that you can reach to help someone, why not use it? You know, um, it's a great tool to help the world grow. You know, I can't be in Africa or Asia right now but through instagram i'm able to reach those countries and those continents i'm able to reach the people that live there and so that's pretty much how i view um any platform whether if it's twitter or facebook snapchat any one of those platforms you know i see it as like a ladder you know if someone gives you a ladder will you not climb it to help someone and so that's that's kind of how i see this whole platform you know just seeing the difference that one person can make in the community. As far as like in the negative side, on the negative side, one difference someone can tear up the community or tear up someone. And so my my you know aspiration is to help inspire other people to go for the positive mindset and to help build each other up instead of tearing each other down because that's not gonna solve any of the world's problems. It's not gonna help anyone in the betterment of their lives. You know, it's, it's going to shred apart the peace and the structure that we're trying to firmly lay, you know, for the next generation. So, you know, to me, Instagram is, isn't a place for fame and glory, but it's a place to bring someone together, you know, and help someone grow and help people grow and uh, be tightly knitted together. And also with the Disney community, a lot of people fail to realize you know, within the name, um, what it actually is. And so that's been my focus. You know, we call it a community, but a lot of times it's not really, you know, treated like a community. You know, there's cliques and there's other different people that wants to slay and talk and trash other people. But, you know, if we really begin to accept the 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 title we have given this, this great, you know, niche in this in this platform as a community a distant community that we should treat it as such and so that's been my my focus and my approach when it comes to anything which is why i'm like i'm not afraid to give out tips you know tell people my my camera settings i'm not afraid to um reveal to them my editing secrets or anything like that because it's the community we're supposed to build each other up and help people grow up and my my heart my mindset is that if I can help someone be more successful, you know, in their lives, if I can help someone and aid someone to become the best version of, of themselves, even if 
it's at my own expense, I'm happy to do it, you know, because that's, it's, it's, we have to think about other people more than ourselves. You know, eventually we would get to a place where we could be successful too, but I would rather see someone else reach their success before I do. Not to say that I'm not looking for my own success, but I'm not going to put that above anybody else's. This is not, it's not a, it's not a race for me. You know, it's the more we help each other, the more we grow together, the more we, you know, put our hands together, we can get a lot more done. I've got to be honest, Jay. That was, I think you're reading my pre-show notes because that's the exact direction that I want to take this because you have so many great thoughts and so many wise thoughts on this subject. And it's something that um, has really hit home with me in my short time in the Disney community is, you know, in every sense of the word that we have to stay as a community. Um, and you're exactly right that I, it's been shocking to me that, um, you know, I just got done recording some ep episodes with other podcast hosts that came on my podcast or even some that I haven't recorded episodes with that are just out there to offer their help, offer their advice. And the same thing for you where you're able to collaborate and communicate with these other Disney photographers. And, and I think that is um, really a mature statement and a, and a, a very wise stance to, to, to kind of realize that as a community, that if we all rise together, that it's going to be better for everybody. So yeah, I think that's could not have said it better myself. And that's amazing. I appreciate that. Next thing I want to jump into is our lightning round. And so this is a little uh, quirky in what we do with all of our guests. And so I'll just throw out some Disney topics. And if you just kind of share the first thing that comes to your mind so everybody can get to know your Disney fandom a little bit better. Does that sound good? Perfect, man. I'm down. Cool. So the first one's an easy one. Just name the Disney parks that you have visited. Hmm. So I've, I've only visited Walt Disney World. Like as far as like that theme park, uh, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, I really want to go to Disneyland Paris and Anaheim, California. And so of the parks that you visited, which one is your favorite and why? Magic Kingdom? I don't know. It's like I get asked that question a lot, but it's like I never know how to put it into words. It's just something about being there that brings so much happiness to me. So Magic Kingdom is like hands down my my number one part. Yeah, that's a great choice. And so you touched on a little bit, but a Disney bucket list trip for you. Would definitely be Disneyland Paris. Yeah, definitely. What is it about that particular park that draws you there? I love the atmosphere. I have a few friends there in Paris and just the atmosphere of that whole part just seems something seems like something that I would fall in love with even the more just being there. I, I have a, I agree with you uh, wholeheartedly because I think there's the allure of the Asian parks where they're a lot shinier and newer and have newer technology, but I kind of love the backstory of Disneyland Paris with its Euro Disney days and kind of its struggles and trying to find its identity. Uh, it seems like now the people who love it are really clinging onto it and, and it's kind of come into its own identity. So I agree that it's definitely somewhere that, that needs to be explored. Oh, most definitely. I agree. Perfect. So next one would be your favorite Disney resort. 
Now, that one, I was thinking about that earlier. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite. If I if I do, it would most definitely be Animal Kingdom Lodge. The reason behind that, um, I love animals. Mm-hmm. And I love the whole vibes of uh, that whole resort. Perfect. That's a great choice. Next one would be your favorite ride or attraction. That would have to fall between three rides, Dinosaur, Expedition Everest, or Flight of Passage. One of those rides can easily take the top. So I was actually looking through some of your stories earlier, and you have an interesting way to ride Dinosaur, correct? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, that? <laughs> um, riding with your glasses on, make sure you have sunglasses on, not just any glasses, um, sunglasses, and ride it through the whole ride. When I tell you that ride becomes super dark, like, I'm not afraid of that ride at all, but my heart was pounding. <laughs> and I've rode, I've ridden that ride so many times, but putting on glasses really takes it up a notch or a few notches at that. <laughs> that's great. I feel like that's a ride that doesn't get as much love as, you know, some of the other rides, but I agree that it, there is a, a special story to be told there. And, you know, if putting sunglasses on helps it take it to another level, then I'm definitely willing to try that. Dude, definitely try it. <laughs> should Maybe I should try it. Um, I'm going to Disneyland um, next week, actually. So maybe I'll try it out on Indiana Jones as well and see if it if it transfers over there. I don't – I think this, like I think Indiana Jones might have a little bit more lights in there. Mm-hmm. So it might work, but, I mean, give it a shot. I know it definitely works on a dinosaur, though. Yeah, for research purposes, maybe I'll write it multiple times and just some glasses off. Yeah, you have to let me know how that goes. For sure. So next would be your favorite snack or a go-to snack. My go-to snack is definitely a Mickey pretzel. Can never go wrong, uh, except if it doesn't have salt on it. That's when it becomes a bummer. <laughs> so always go for the salty ones. Because you can always remove the salt, but you can never add salt. That's my whole philosophy. Yeah, I mean, that seems like an Instagram caption right there. <laughs> you, you can only take salt away. You can't add it back on. Exactly. So always go for the saltiest pretzel. <laughs> Perfect. Next one would be your favorite Disney restaurant. Favorite Disney restaurant. <sighs> That was a challenge. I, that's the one question I didn't ask myself. Um, I love the, what, the 90s cafe, 90s Times Cafe or something, the 80s. I forgot what the name of the movie. The, the, the 50s Prime Time Cafe? The, no, there's one at Hollywood Studios uh, with the old antique cars. I forgot the name of it. Oh, I've uh, been there once, but that, that atmosphere was really, was really stoked. It was really awesome, man. Sci-Fi Dine-In? That's it, right there. Yeah, you got it. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. That atmosphere is so nice, man. Just having like the the whole dining experience. You know, it's different from anything I've ever seen. Absolutely. So next would be your favorite Disney movie. A goofy movie, absolutely hands down. I literally have the physical copy and then another copy on my phone. <laughs> that is like the. I would say that's the most underrated, one of the most underrated Disney movies of all time. 
It absolutely is. And I think we're around the same age. And I think, you know, growing up in the 90s, I mean, a Goofy movie was all the rage. And then for some reason, it just kind of fell off and didn't transfer it to that next generation, it seems like. Exactly. I wonder why. I have no idea. I'm I'm so excited. Um, when we're going to Disneyland next week, we are doing Minnie has a breakfast at the Plaza Inn. And most of the time, it's not confirmed, but most of the time, Max is there. And so I'm so pumped to be able to meet Max. Dude, that is awesome, man. I know he's been making a few... Yeah, I know he's been making a few um, appearances in Walt Disney World as well. I think over in the Epcot area where they do some training, but I've never been able to snag him there. Yeah, I've seen him a few times, but I mean, the line's been outrageous over there. Oh, yeah. So hopefully, I mean, one of us will be able to catch him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So next would be your favorite Disney song. My favorite Disney song would have to be Out There. Um, Hunchback and Dawn. I just love, you know, his heart. Because it starts off, Frollo pretty much trashing him, telling him that he's deformed and that he's ugly. But then as the song proceeds, you know, it's quasi begins to really illustrate that those words didn't really affect his heart. You know, it didn't affect his desires. And so it just really encourages me that no matter how many times people try to tear you down, it doesn't mean that you have to listen to them. You know, it doesn't mean that your heart has to change and start believing those words, um, no matter who they are in your life. You know, because Frollo was a type of guardian. He was, you know, given the responsibility to watch over him and take care of him. And, uh, you know, seeing as, you know, even when it comes to parents or legal guardians, you know, don't let, you know, the negative words of anybody affect you and affect your heart. And so that that was like it's a really meaningful song to me. Not that I've gone through like anything like that, but just his heart behind it. You know, it's really it's really powerful. Yeah, I think that's great, and I I appreciate you saying that because I've honestly I've I mean I've heard that song probably a hundred times, and I've never I guess really captured it in that way. But now that you mentioned that, you know, it is a really powerful song, and it's interesting how people can experience different aspects of of Disney movies and and be able to really connect with something. Most definitely. Yeah, I'm learning about more and more. It's, it's really astounding. Great. So next one would be your favorite Disney quote, either from Walt himself or from any of the movies. Hmm. So I love the Wreck-It Ralph quote, like the the last portion of it, where it's, he was like going into the, the Mentos and uh, Diet Coke Mountain. And once he begins to say that, you know, I'm bad, and, you know, that's good. There's, there's basically going through that whole thing, but the last portion of it is, like, my favorite part. He says that there's no one I would rather be than me. And so, you know, that's that's what I push in my life and other people's lives, you know, and urge, you know, just be yourself, which is what I said on my story today is just, be who you are. You know, there's nothing wrong with the way you are. You know, God created us all unique and different, you know, and it's, we should be something, that should be something that we really, you know, are proud of, you know, that we're unique as ourselves. So that quote in itself, like there's, 
there's no one I would rather be than me. You know, we don't have to go and try to chase after the latest trends or try to be like the girl or the guy next door. You know, just be who you are and, you know, use that to your advantage to be everything that you want to be. I think that's great. And that's a absolutely wonderful quote. And I think that probably resonates with so many people. Um, and especially with me being in the Disney community and, and, um, so my backstory is a little bit, um, where I kind of had always had this love for Disney, but never knew quite the right way to express it. Um, and I think, you know, that really connects with me of being that authentic self and, and that's the best version of yourself that you can be. Um, and, and other people are able to connect with that as well. So yeah, I think that's wonderful. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, especially like, in, like you were saying, the Disney community, but Instagram, you know, it goes far to, you know, not even comparing your accounts to somebody else. You know, your account success compared to the other account success, you know, that was something I struggled with when I got on board on Instagram. It's just like seeing other people being successful and everything. And, you know, I've changed my perspective of it, my mindset. You know, am I doing it for the likes, for the comments, or am I doing it simply because I love it? And I had to resonate with the truth, and it turns out that I, I want to do it because I love it and because I want to help other people. And from there, you know, the success came. You know, so that, that's something that I, I strongly push. You know, don't chase the likes, the comments, because you're going to stress yourself out with that. You know, just enjoy the process, enjoy creating, enjoy, you know, making friends and building relationships, enjoy just being in the moment, you know, in your art and in the community, because that's, that's something that you would truly miss out on if you're focusing on the fame and glory. Yeah, I think you are exactly right. And I think that there's, there's an aspect of it too, that, that people, have a funny way of being able to sniff that out that, it, you know, that they can really connect with authenticity. And, and if you're, you know, have ulterior motives or you're just searching for likes or, or new followers, then um, I don't think many people are able to, to feel that emotional connection or that friendship uh, through that method. Oh, definitely. So the last question of our lightning round would be your favorite Disney memory. My favorite Disney memory would be, um, God, man, there are so many. It would be like a, a meet and greet. Um, there is this one meet and greet with Anna. I was with my friend Joey and uh, John, and we were in there meeting Anna. And she just like went little listed, and it was just being the goofball that she is, and just being there seeing everyone laughing and all of us enjoying that time was like something that I will forever cherish. Yeah, I think that's, that's a, definitely a, a wonderful memory of being able to experience the joy and experience the laughter um, in such a place that has touched so many of us in Walt Disney World. So I think that's a, that is a wonderful memory. So the last question is something that we want to ask all of our guests and that is, if you had a piece of parting guidance to someone who has this love or passion for Disney and they're trying to find the right way to express it, whether it be through photography, through videos, through a podcast, through an Etsy shop, whatever it might be, 
what is your piece of guidance to that person? So my piece of guidance would first uh, be to do it in their own way. Um, because, you know, if you're into photography, go go for it. Just just do it. Jump into it. If you're in video, just do it. You know, I wouldn't say to worry about your style straight, like, up front. You know, that comes with time. That comes with practice and just getting out there and doing it. You know, you can't develop something if you're not putting in the time and, you know, working on something to develop. So I would say just just do it. Don't focus on the style. Don't focus on anything else but having fun. Because naturally that thing would begin to develop. It would begin to come together. And, you know, that's something that I, I wish I would have grasped early on. Because um, I was so, I was, you know, stressing myself out trying to find and develop a style. But I realized that I had to get out there and start shooting, start creating more. In order, in order to find my footing and to find where I want to go with it, so I would. That's that would be like one of my strongest points of advice that I would give to everyone. Yeah, that's perfect, and I think um, that's something that's so valuable that a lot of people are scared of what image that you'll put out there or putting up a photo that's you know like we've talked about a little bit previously is not getting as many likes, but. I think that the first step is is to you're never going to get to the point that you want to get to unless you start. So I think that is absolutely great advice. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. Well, cool. Well, I think we covered a lot of great topics. You shared so much wisdom, so much inspiration, I think, with our listeners. And I truly appreciate that. And I know our listeners do as well. Is there anything else that you want to share before we head off? Just keep doing you, man. Yeah, just my just one one thing is just just never stop being who you are. Because trust me, that's that's going far. It's really going far, you know. And that's that's something the world is trying to find out. They're trying to find authentic, genuine people, you know, who are themselves. And you know, it's rare nowadays, and it's sad. So I would just strongly encourage every listener. Um, just to keep being who you are because that that would take you places and it will definitely make you stand out. Perfect. Well, I think I can speak for the entire Disney community and all of our listeners to thank you, Jay, for A, offering your, your time to share your Disney story with us today and also for your pages, whether it be at your website. Um, and if people need that, it's javantekip.co or on your Instagrams, either by your name or at a Disney dude for putting yourself out there, putting yourself and sharing some of your inspiration, sharing some of your vulnerable moments. I think that you connect with so many people. So thank you for sharing your time and thank you for doing what you do. Man, I appreciate you having me. It's, it's been a joy and it's been an honor. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Visit our website at DetourToNeverland.com to catch up on the blog. Also, don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at DetourToNeverland underscore podcast. Have a great day.